1: Coming up on 5-Minute News Second virus vaccine shows striking success in US tests Trump to order troop cuts in Afghanistan and Iraq And US hate crime reaches highest level in more than a decade It's Tuesday, November 17 I'm Anthony Davis. A second experimental COVID-19 vaccine, this one from Moderna, yielded extraordinarily strong early results on Monday, another badly needed dose of hope as the pandemic enters a terrible new phase. Moderna said its vaccine appears to be 94.5% effective, according to preliminary data from an ongoing study A week ago, competitor Pfizer announced its own vaccine looked 90% effective News that puts both companies on track to seek permission within weeks for emergency use in the US The results are truly striking, said Dr. Anthony Fauci. The vaccines that we're talking about and vaccines to come are really the light at the end of the tunnel. Both vaccines require two shots, given several weeks apart. US officials say they hope to have about 20 million Moderna doses of the vaccine made by Pfizer and its German partner BioNTech to use in late December. Exactly who is first in line has yet to be decided, but Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar said the hope is that enough doses are available by the end of January to vaccinate adults over 65 who are at the highest risk from coronavirus and healthcare workers. Fauci said it may take until spring or summer before anyone who is not high-risk and wants a shot can get one. Scientists not involved with the testing were encouraged but cautioned that the FDA must still scrutinise the safety data and decide whether to allow vaccinations outside of a research study. Pfizer CEO Albert Bourla tweeted that he was thrilled at Moderna's news, saying, Our companies share a common goal, defeating this dreaded disease. President-elect Joe Biden warned of dire consequences if Donald Trump and his administration continue to refuse to coordinate with his transition team on the coronavirus pandemic and block briefings on national security, policy issues and vaccine plans. The remarks marked Biden's toughest comments to date on Trump's failure to acknowledge his election loss and cooperate with the incoming administration for a peaceful transfer of power. More people may die if we don't coordinate, Biden told reporters during a news conference in Wilmington, Delaware. Trump tweeted his own deluded perspective on the news, attempting to take credit for Moderna's vaccine announcement, saying, please remember that these great discoveries which will end the China plague all took place on my watch. Donald Trump is expected to cut a significant number of U.S. troops in Afghanistan and a smaller number in Iraq by the final days of his presidency, U.S. officials said yesterday. The plan would run counter to military commanders' advice over the past year, while still falling short of Trump's much-touted goal to end America's long wars. The decision comes just days after Trump installed a new slate of loyalists in top Pentagon positions who share his frustration with the continued troop presence in the war zones. But the expected plans would leave 2,500 troops in both Iraq and Afghanistan, meaning that President-elect Joe Biden would be the fourth president to grapple with the still smouldering conflicts launched in the aftermath of the September 11, 2001 attacks, which in hindsight had very little to do with Iraq or Afghanistan. US officials said military leaders were told over the weekend about the planned withdrawals and that an executive order is in the works but has not yet been delivered to commanders Officials cautioned that there may always be changes and Trump is known to make snap decisions based on media reports and online chatter as news broke about the plan, Republican leaders on Capitol Hill issued stark warnings about making any hasty exit from Afghanistan that could jeopardize the peace process and undermine counterterrorism efforts. Representative Michael McCall, Republican leader on the House Foreign Affairs Committee, said we need to ensure a residual force is maintained for the foreseeable future to protect U.S. national and homeland security interests and to help secure peace for Afghanistan. Under the planned order, the troop cuts would be completed just five days before Biden takes office, which some say is a decision made out of spite due to Trump losing the election. The accelerated withdrawal, however, goes against the long-standing advice of Trump's military leadership. Trump has, throughout his presidency, boasted of expanding and funding the military, while at the same time proactively withdrawing military service personnel from active duty in theatres of war. Hate crimes in the U.S. rose to the highest level in more than a decade as federal officials also recorded the highest number of hate-motivated killings since the FBI began collecting that data in the early 90s according to an FBI report released on Monday There were 51 hate crime murders in 2019 which includes 22 people who were killed in a shooting that targeted Mexicans at a Walmart in the border city of El Paso, Texas The suspect in that shooting, which left two dozen other people injured, was charged with both state and federal crimes in what authorities said was an attempt to scare Hispanics into leaving the United States. There were 7,314 hate crimes last year, up from 7,120 the year before and approaching the 7,783 of 2008. The FBI's annual report defines hate crimes as those motivated by bias based on a person's race, religion, or sexual orientation, among other categories The data also shows there was nearly a 7% increase in religion-based hate crimes with 953 reports of crimes targeting Jews and Jewish institutions last year, up from 835 the year before The FBI said the number of hate crimes against African Americans dropped slightly to 1,930 from 1,943. Anti-Hispanic hate crimes, however, rose to 527 in 2019 from 485 in 2018. Last year, only 2,172 law enforcement agencies, out of about 15,000 participating agencies across the country, reported hate crime data to the FBI, the Bureau said. And while the number of agencies reporting hate crimes increased, the number of agencies participating in the program actually dropped from the year before. A large number of police agencies appeared not to submit any hate crime data, which has been a consistent struggle for Justice Department officials. Critics say that systemic racism and prejudice exists within many police forces as much as within communities.